No, it's I don't think so. It's actually really sweet. Ooh. I like it. It's got a medicinal flavor. It's mostly honey. Yeah, that's what I really pick up on is a lot of honey. Yeah, I do not like it. Just a tiny hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes like cigar smoke. Michigoni in degree. All the best podcasts are free. Not a ginger and witty. Playing games and drinking tea. Call a pound never lies. The best podcast for its size. So hang out with your new best friend. With a friend for Indian. Welcome to Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Where some world record holders and some guests and maybe some cats <laughs> <laughs> sit around and drink some drinks, talk some video games, and recommend something. What if I want to stand up during this episode? You can. It's probably healthy for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ginger. My name's Willie, and I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. <laughs> And we have a special guest from another podcast. <laughs> Hi, and I'm Mike from Boston Harbor Horror. Welcome, Mike. It's great to have you. What's up, guys? Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I remember Ginger fondly as our, our Podtails care rep. <laughs> yeah, man. I was trying to force food on everyone there. <laughs> Eat food. Here, have a snack. So have a happy. snack. Have a snack. Have a snack. You need a snack. <laughs> That room over there has more snacks. Go, go, go. <laughs> right. It was a good time. We came yep. all the way from Michigan to go to Cambridge, Massachusetts to volunteer at Podtails. And that's where we met Mike and a whole bunch of other peeps from the Boston Harbor Horror and Jen as well. Yep. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was anxiety ridden as hell, but it was still a good time. Oh. I believe it. Yeah, being there too, it was crowded and noisy, a little bit crazy, but it, it was fun. It was better than Salem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick us off with a blended whiskey that I'm having. It is Smooth Ambler Contradiction Bourbon. It's a blend of straight whiskeys. I have it over a giant ice cube. It is expertly blended from whiskeys distilled in West Virginia, Tennessee, and Indiana. They just skipped over the shithole Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Ohio. Fly over country. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you listen to us and Boston Harbor Horror in Ohio, then fuck you guys. (laughs) Otherwise, you're cool. Yeah, it's funny because I know we have at least one fan in Ohio uh, because she's the actress that plays Carrie Stone, actually lives in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good shit. So this whiskey has a bit of a bite even though I've ha- let a ice cube melt. I think I like it more in a whiskey sour, but it's decent. Want to try it, Will? Yeah, it's-, it's pretty good. A little bit watered down and it, yeah, it's got some bite. Even watered down. Well, it is 92 proof. It's kind of oaky, a little bit cinnamony, it seems to me. Yeah. I bet Juliet Miranda would like this one. Mm-hmm. I should send a picture to her and be like, hey, pick this up. Or I have bet you she's had, had it. it already. <laughs> yeah, she's probably like, I had that like last year. <laughs> um, I'll give it a four out of five because it makes damn good whiskey sours. I'll give it three and a half out of five for a straight whiskey. Mike, you got a beverage you're sipping on over there? Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. I decided to 
go with uh, my friend Kate's uh, concoction, or I'm just probably not hers, but she's the one who introduced me to it, so it's hers as far as I'm concerned. It's peanut butter whiskey and Godiva chocolate liqueur over ice. That sounds really good. <laughs> oh my god, it is it is a liquefied alcoholic peanut butter cup, and it is divine. Um, <laughs> initially, we heard she told us about uh, screwball peanut butter whiskey. And then the last time that my wife and our friend and roommate Amy went and did a packy store run, or liquor store run, sorry, not only did they buy a bottle of Screwball, but they also found that um, Old Smoky Tennessee, you know, the company that makes all the little, the, the mason jar moonshines? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have a peanut butter whiskey, too. Ah, uh, shit. So, I, so they picked up a bottle of each, and I'm actually drinking the Old Smoky Tennessee peanut butter whiskey with this. Hmm. And it is amazing, and it is dangerous. I'm not sure if I can actually have that drink, so I'll live vicariously through you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I've never had a peanut butter whiskey before. I've heard people talk shit about them. Oh, I've heard <laughs> but... basically our buddy Morning Neurosis talk a lot of shit about flavored whiskeys. What would you rate it, Mike? Uh, well, the drink itself is definitely a five out of five. Um, the, <laughs> the Old Smoky... Uh, in comparison to the screwball, I'd say that the screwball is better, but I've also killed like an entire bottle over two weeks just by pouring it over like <laughs> a small handful of ice cubes and drinking two to three fingers of it in a sitting. So the screwball, I would definitely take over the old tennis, the old smoky. All right. I'll have to look into that. I actually just poured out. There was like one shot of Lady <laughs> Godiva chocolate liqueur in the back of our fridge. Yeah, that shit was old. It was like two years old, yeah. Ooh. So when I cleaned out the fridge, I just dumped it because there was hardly any. Didn't we buy it to make like this fancy ass chocolate martini we had at that no, like, was, fancy it was ass for place? that Cadbury cream egg drink, and it was the Lady Godiva and a Camora coffee creamer and an egg white and yeah. something else in the martini shaker, and yeah, you shake it, was it up. Fancy ass drink we had at that fancy ass yeah, place from the speakeasy downtown. Yeah, I mean I can kind of get behind the like anti flavored whiskey thing, but I can't at the same time because if you think about it, like you know anyone who's had like more than one or two different types of like you know twelve year scotches, there's always a different flavor to it. It's just I think the the disparity is you know a wood like flavor, which is how they describe ninety percent of scotches, versus a dessert flavor which is people that bash on flavored drinks i mean don't yuck my yum dude that's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah they always describe them as oaky versus peaty yeah yeah rather than the flavors i'm into the flavors when it comes to the beer i like fucking any kind of fruit added to the beer sours gozas nice. flemishes kvicks hell yeah all I miss so many of them. But today I'm going to drink a hazy IPA. It is called Just Took a DNA Test. Turns out that I'm 100% beer. 100% <laughs> that beer. Cute. Oh, does it say that beer? Yes. Oh, yeah. Turns out I'm 100% that beer. <laughs> well, that's not Take as good. Take on the Lizzo song. <laughs> Well, at least you're not 100% that bitch. 
True. I know, but I don't want to do like the Pete Buttigieg fucking line and <laughs> act like I'm big Lizzo. I'm I'm not Lizzo. <laughs> well, she would probably not step away from you talking about this beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, I have I have a strong feeling that she would like you a lot more than me. Fuck Buttigieg. <laughs> Um, it's a good beer though. Seven point three percent alcohol. Damn. It's a uh, creamy, hazy. That's what she said. Citrusy <laughs> IPA. Well, have I got a recommendation for you then? If you like high content and elaborate flavors, um, and you yeah. even though at this point it's probably old news, you may have probably heard of it. It's called Dragon's Milk. Oh yeah, that's out. That's out of Holland here. That's from our neighborhood. Oh no <laughs> shit! That's awesome. Yeah, New Holland. Yeah. That stout is my favorite stout. Oh my god. Oh. It's so good. Oh. Two like one of those and I'm good. Like I don't I don't I, I wouldn't <laughs> need anything else. Like two just count me out for the night. <laughs> I once had a half a growler of that and Will came home and he's like, "Damn, what happened to you?" <laughs> I was like, "Half a growler of dragon's milk." It was very very nice. Oh, and it tastes so, it's so smooth. Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. and they make the flavored versions. Have you ever had any of the flavored dragon's milks? No. What sorcery is this? There was like a s'mores one. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was oh. great. All right. They made a white dragon's milk. Yep, if you're ever in Michigan, we can show you that uh, brewery for sure. Damn. <laughs> There's two locations. There's one in Grand Rapids and the original out in Holland, Michigan, which is about a half an hour from us. Yep. Oh, no shit. Yeah. If you enjoy space adventures featuring brave and competent astronauts. Can you give me a countdown to be ready? A three, two, If you enjoy podcasts that are culturally sensitive. I've been labeling stuff aboard the ship with post-its so she can learn our language. I speak English, you bloody... If you enjoy shows with sophisticated humor. Well, that's just rude. It's her spacesuit. Then you may not want to listen to Oz9. But if you simply enjoy giggling. Oh, <laughs> you anglers, so snooty about all the everythings. Oz9 may be the show for you. Get it wherever you find the other shows you like to put in your ears. That title is spelled O Z dash numeral nine. You could certainly do worse. All right. Now it's, now time, it's time for, for real life. XB. TMCR LLC. CBS PBR LBJ. What? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> GRPVG. Will, yeah. do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first with my real life XP. <laughs> <laughs> my real life XP over the last week, over the last couple episodes, has been. Booking great guests for our podcast. <laughs> nice. I would say that's definitely a good thing. You've been doing good at it. We got Mike here this week. Yeah. We had Albert last week. <laughs> that was easy to book because he's my son. A <laughs> uh, week before that, we had... Oh, we had uh, Rich. Rich. From... Not suitable for adults. Yeah. 
And next week, we have another cool guest coming. I won't spoil the surprise, but another guest from another cool podcast. Yeah, nice. We miss Simon, but it's nice to have all these other podcasters join us. Yeah. How many points? They're brah. Oh, like 2,300 points, I think. Nice. I think that's fair. I'm not even going to fight it. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's fun if you do. You should say that's like too, too many. Yeah, that's too, too many. How about 1,300? No, I meant two (laughs) points too many. How about 2,298? Sure. Sure. Whatever. Mike, your opinion? I'm game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. So, my life experience in the real time... (laughs) That's not what we call it, Ginger. (laughs) Real Life XP. (laughs) Fucking up my own podcast. (laughs) Speaking of that, I don't have our soundboard, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, no. Whatever. It's all good. So, I totally gave myself a haircut, like, a few weeks ago. No. It's not a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go full Britney Spears, (laughs) but I did shave the sides of my head and pretty much gave myself a long mohawk again. Nice. (laughs) Well, you're bad at the soundboard. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even touch that one. It's possessed. (laughs) (laughs) And it was funny Because one of our neighbors, we have a backyard, thank goodness, and one of our neighbors saw my hair up, and she's like, oh, you caught your hair. I was like, yeah. (laughs) A couple days later, she saw it down. She's like, oh, you kept a lot long. I was like, she didn't see my ponytail. (laughs) But it felt great to shave the sides of my head. I need to shave it again. Because it's getting a little long. Might have to pick up, like, an actual hair clipper instead of using <laughs> Will's beard trimmer. Oh, that's the but worst. But I was really nervous. I was nervous to cut my own hair. I, like, walked in and out of the bathroom with scissors in my hand, like, should I cut this? Should I not? <laughs> that's why I helped you. You did help me. Thank you. Because there's a few parts that I couldn't, like, see and shave and I didn't want to fuck up. so for cutting my own hair and not going full britney spears or shanae o'connor with my help (laughs) i'm gonna say i'm gonna give myself 1500 points sure nice i'll give you 1500 can i have like 12 points (laughs) sure all right (laughs) for helping I gave you my semi-expert advice. I have lots of hair cutters in my family, so... <laughs> you did. <laughs> I feel your pain on the uh, on the lack of hair clippers. Because <laughs> there's been a few times like where I'm on duty for a couple of days, and I'm like, you know what? My hair's too long to actually use like my razor on. Otherwise, I'll literally be like, rinse, 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 and it'll take an hour and a half to do it. So I sit there with the beard trimmer attachment of my electric razor <laughs> and sit there and go across <laughs> my whole scalp. And it's, oh, it's so atrocious. And I'm glad that I'm able to, to, it's like, okay, now I can hit it with the razor. 
it takes pretty much the same <laughs> amount of time, but yeah. <laughs> but Slightly it doesn't easier. look splotchy. Oh god, no, thank god. Parish. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now it's Mike's turn. He needs to tell us about his real life XP. Oh boy. And pull a number out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so what's the time frame that we're looking at? Like a week, a month, a year? Uh... Whatever the fuck you want, dude. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Don't give me too much open world freedom. I'll go crazy. Um, <laughs> if you want to talk about the time you invited the hottest girl in school to prom, you know, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic Doom music. Oh, I love it. Fatality. <laughs> I didn't mean to press that button. Shit. Ginger's right and terrible at the soundboard. <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> so it worked out. So quick tangent, I wanted music for my um XP? Uh, no, for for my my Star Wars role playing game campaign that I was running with my oh. friends when I was in high school. And I really right. liked the Doom music from like the original Doom, like what you just played. So I legit sat yeah. sat there with like I think I don't know if it was my Sony boombox or some other tape recorder. I mean this was like nineteen ninety six. With some other tape recorder and sat there and went and used like cheat codes to go to every single level and record two and a half to three <laughs> minutes of each level's music just to have music awesome. for my game. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I if we just go off the past week, I'd say probably eighteen hundred XP for being able to run a roll twenty. D and D campaign game on uh, on roll twenty because I used it all of one time before that, so I'm a complete hack job with it. <laughs> uh, not killing nice. my stepson, uh, you know that's that's definitely a high XP. That's probably eight hundred of that fifteen. <laughs> um, but I was able to finalize episodes one and two of BHH uh, season two and episode one of which launched today. And also did all the splicing together of episode three. <laughs> nice. So all I need to do is just apply music to that, and then that'll be ready for upload for the 1st of June. So that's my, what did I say, 15? Yeah, 15 hundo. That's not enough for all that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double that. I'll give you 3,000. <laughs> I, I agree. Aces! Because... I am now a level two <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe level three that's with probably like... 5e rules. 5e rules, 3,000. like level like, 17 or something. No, yeah. no, no, yes. no, no, no. Three when grand? we first started, it was what, like? It's like 800 for level two. 25 points? <laughs> no, level two was at 25 points. Level three was at 75 points. Level four was at 150 points. And then we lost count after that because we drink too much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this is your custom leveling. This isn't going off of, like, 5e. <laughs> no. I immediately no. reverted to 5e rules. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're still trying to learn those in our D&D campaign. <laughs> yeah. 3,000 for sure. Sweet. That's a lot. And looking forward to hopefully tuning in tomorrow at noon. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. The more Because I've, again, it'll add that to the list of things Mike's never done before. Set up a live listen on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> here's the practice Woo! uh i don't know do i put the audio file in there i don't know i don't know 
This episode is brought to you by Buddha Pants. The pants that make you dance. If you would like to get your very own most comfortable harem pants ever that actually fold inside the pocket. They're really cool. My orange ones <laughs> with a black stripe make me yeah. feel like Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. What they else are they have, called? Elephant pants? Elephant pants. They're called Aladdin pants. Pantaloons. <laughs> <laughs> MC Hammer pants. I know a lot of people <laughs> go right to there and I like to advise people that they're actually older than MC Hammer pants. <laughs> they actually come from like North Africa, South India, and South China. They're very cool when oh, you wear them so in the summer and they're very loose and baggy. Yes. So when you wear them in winter, you can like layer long johns yes, and other <laughs> pants underneath them. They're pretty great. They got great big pockets in them. Yes. They also have jumpers. And they've got some other stuff too, but if you yeah. want to get a pair, you can get 10% off. Using my promo code, GINGERSCHOCOBO42, G-I-N-G-R-S-C-H-O-C-O-B-O-42. At BuddhaPants.com. Yep. When you... That's... B-U-D-D-H-A-P-A-N-T-S dot com. Yes. It's a really great way to get a discount, and you will not be disappointed at all. They are the most comfortable pants ever. They are the most comfortable pants ever. <laughs> BuddhaPants.com. Promo, oh. promo code Ginger's Chocobo42. Pants that make you dance. Yes. <laughs> they really do, too. <laughs> hey, Will. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> what game you play? <laughs> I played a Nintendo Switch game called Pang Adventures. Ah. Pang Adventures is available on the Nintendo Switch All and right. probably some other stuff, but I don't know because <laughs> research is not our jam. <laughs> but it's a modern remake of a game that I knew was back in the roller derby skating days. Ah. From the, well, not roller derby. I wasn't in there with elbow pads knocking chicks over. But <laughs> you but get your this, ass fucking kicked yes. by them. <laughs> oh God, yeah. But <laughs> I was almost a roller derby girl, but I didn't want to get hurt. <laughs> but they had this arcade machine. Yeah. At the skating rink that was called Super Buster Brothers. I remember that arcade. It sounds familiar. Did we see that at Fun Spot? Probably. The skating rink was the one up on Plainfield. I don't know if you ever went to skating parties when you were in Not that middle one. School. My parents took me to the one over on Division. Anyways. But it's a kind of a platforming game where you play as it's one or two player cooperative where you shoot harpoons up. And in this new game, aliens have attacked Earth by sending a lot of bouncing balls <laughs> <laughs> into these screens where you walk back balls, and forth. Balls, you say? So you have to attack the aliens' balls. Aww. And you shoot a harpoon up, and if it touches the balloon, uh, or a ball, I'm sorry, not a balloon, <laughs> it breaks it in half into two smaller balls, and then you have to attack two balls. So, Asteroids with this harpoon, does it cast a shadow? Does it look like a dick? <laughs> no. <laughs> no dick shadows? The harpoon doesn't look like a dick. The harpoon it, looks like a grappling hook, like when Batman shoots his grappling hook at the roof of Gotham City. See? It looks like that. 
they should have made it into a more phallic thing with the balls. It probably would have got an NC-17 rating then. Then you would have bought it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Anyways, sorry. So, yeah, Pang Adventures, Super Buster Brothers. It has a third name also that I forgot. But, yeah, you have to pop all of the balls. Balls? Gotta break all the alien balls in each level. (laughs) As you fly around the world, Street Fighter style in the menu... And then you gotta yep. fight these alien bosses where they have tentacles. The tentacles have the dick shadows. There oh. you go, Ginger. Okay, thank you. Some of the tentacles have like little pustules that come out of them, and you have to pop the pustules on the alien tentacles. Sounds lovely. Ew, pustule balls. Oh, that's so gross. Okay, is that it? No. So is it? Is it actually pus or piss? <laughs> I don't know, but the little, the things that grow out of their arms, you have to shoot them a bunch of times to pop so them. The- so it seems like a really stubborn zit. More than like a piss <laughs> <Ew. joke. laughs> You said <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, what did I agree to? <laughs> uh, Ginger, I've been in the Coast Guard for 19 years. This is mild in comparison to some of the weird conversations I've got into on a ship underway oh, for I'm days sure. or weeks on end. Oh, but just wait. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys ain't got to worry about nothing. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get any worse than that. <laughs> no, just stick shadows and piss jugs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so Episode yeah, title? that's the main story mode. You go- it's paying adventures. <laughs> That's the main story mode. <laughs> you go through a bunch of uh, countries, and there's some blocks you shoot through. You get different enemy, or you get different weapons, like a flamethrower or a machine gun. All right. Or a laser gun at one point. Freaking laser beams! Yeah, you get freaking laser beams. Awesome. And you gotta defeat the aliens at the end of each one. Once you beat the story mode, then it unlocks. In arcade mode, where it starts you at the first stage and you just have three lives. Okay. In story mode, you only have one life, but you can replay any level. Ah. Arcade mode, you got three lives and you got to start from the beginning and try to finish it. Oh. And then there's also a panic mode. Where you have to hurry up and shoot all the balls? Yeah, because the balls <laughs> keep dropping and you got to keep shooting the balls because more balls are going to drop soon in a minute. <laughs> Like teabagging your whole screen. Yeah, like a big bukkake party. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Shit, I was wrong. I went further. (laughs) So yeah, there's more and more balls coming at you, and you gotta you gotta shoot all the balls and pop them before you get hit by the next set of balls. This explains so much why you and Goobs love playing it and talking about it. Find that soundboard, honey. (laughs) Shit happens. (laughs) So, did you beat this game? I beat story mode, and then the other two are like high score modes, where you can compare your scores to other people online. Yeah. Online? 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 On the online? (laughs) (laughs) With the internet? (laughs) On the America (laughs) online? (laughs) <laughs> nice 
Yeah, but it's fun. And you can play each mode two-player co-op also. So I could join you into shooting balls? You should shoot balls with me, Ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Jen says hi. Hey, Jen. Hi, Jen. So, no piss jugs, but there's alien There's lots of alien balls. There's... There's, like, specific lines in the story screens that make it pretty clear that they're being funny about alien balls coming at you. Nice. (laughs) So I'll share some of those on Twitter here within a couple days after this comes out. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. It's funny, fun, arcade game. Simple and fun. You get to shoot balls. With your harpoons. Pooning the balls. Pooning the balls. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> so, I can go next unless Mike wants to go next. Uh, sure. Okay, we're going to cut all that shit, maybe. <laughs> all right. Hey, yeah. Mike. Hey, what? What Six. game you play? Mostly. Say that again. I talked over you for a second. Oh, Jesus, Willie. All right, I'm ready now. Hey, Mike. <laughs> hey, Ginger. Do you want? What game you play? <laughs> so I am mostly fond of the story-driven RPG types. I can relate. I'm I like Call of Duty and all those things where it's just multiplayer, teenagers dropping n bombs and just shooting each other over and over again. It drives me nuts. So if it's got, I'm story driven. So, (laughs) so things like (laughs) Tomb Raider and what are some other ones? Even like Doom, to a certain degree, is more is story driven. Even though you you are shooting the shit out of everything in that game. But what I've been playing most exclusively over the past like month or two has been a combination of Shadow of the Tomb Raider because when they revamped the Tomb Raider series, all right. Oh my God. Oh. Wow. And do her boobs cast shadows? No. No. It's like a no. completely, like, she's built like a reasonably athletic young woman. Not one that had augmentation and has their own, their, her own OnlyFans account. It's <laughs> the anime, the, the, the animation is beautifully done. Like, if you haven't played the new set of Tomb Raider games, it's Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, I think one of them we played a little bit. Not me. I for or I maybe Albert when he brought over his PlayStation Four. I don't know. I don't think I've seen more than a thirty-second clip of any of the new Tomb Raiders. Maybe it was that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just thinking we had it. I don't know. If you're fond of like the story, the 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 story-driven RPGs where there's it's a combination of like. Of there where there's combat and then jump puzzles and then just puzzles in general, like like an action RPG. Exactly. It's it. Um. It's yeah. the, the the controls are very well designed, very very good, very well, very intuitive. You know, there's nothing really clunky about it, and it's just it's so much fun to play because you're not sitting there trying to constantly like just ADHD slaughter everything. You know, you actually have to like <laughs> okay. Let me just figure out what's going on here. Like Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> there's they they put so much into these games in regards to like research 
on the archaeological side of things because you go through and you find you, and and part of the story process is picking up artifacts and then you read and then she reads blurbs about the history of the artifacts of whatever area the game is taking place in like the the one that I'm playing right now takes place in Peru. So you travel all the way from the Yucatan Peninsula all the way into Peru and South America so they cover like Mayan history and Aztec history and Inca history nice. and all sorts of stuff like that. The artwork is amazing. The voice acting is superb. It beautiful game, absolutely beautiful game. Yeah, if nice. they're going through like South America and all of that, it's beautiful jungle. Oh God, yeah, and like the rendering of the temples and the interiors and exteriors of them, and then along a similar thread. There's a Plague Tale, which I've been raving about until I got to... I probably is the last boss battle, but it's gotten to that... <laughs> the last boss battle of this game is... It's got that, like, real, like... I don't even know how to explain it. It's just one of those things where it's a very... It's like a very technical, like, okay, you have to time this and time that and time this and time that. And if you get it wrong, just a, just a smidge, you're just toast. <laughs> Plague so, Tale, is that <clears throat> the one where there's, like, a shitload of rats... And yes, you're in like the Black Death times. Yes, it's it it occurs during the Black Plague, and you're a teenage girl protecting her brother from the Inquisition. And sweet Jack in the Box, Jesus Willie, you want to talk about beautiful <laughs> artwork in a video game? Like this is this game is a work of art. You can't tell the difference between visually. You can't tell the difference between the gameplay and the cutscenes. It's it's seamless. Nice. It's so smooth. You know, all the like the texturing, like the the artwork that went into like the backgrounds and the details is an absolutely fantastically done game. And as a dungeon master for a couple of D and D five E campaigns, I have now gained a little bit of appreciation for the concept of rat swarms <laughs> because holy fuck, dude, the rat swarms, yeah. just the rats in this game. Are an entity unto themselves, and it's like it's, rats are no joke, man. Yeah, when there's thousands of them, that the only thing keeping them off of you is you holding a stick with a fire on the end of it. Uh huh. Oh. So that's yeah. my ranting and raving Creepy. about the two games <laughs> that I've played the most of: A Plague Tale and um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, both on Xbox so One. So there's probably just shit everywhere in Plague World. Because it's a plague, and there's poop everywhere, and piss, and, and so all the streets are piss and shit jugs everywhere. <laughs> they're mm. not jugs, they're just rivers. Just, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a fun game, though. Oh, it Might is. check that one out. Yeah, it's... I've it, seen somebody say that now, in, in this time, that it's kind of disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... But are there any toilets in the, uh, the new Tomb Raiders? Um, not that I've seen as of yet, and I've I've gotten to the point in the game where it says, okay, from this point forward, you cannot use fast travel until you complete the game. And I'm like, okay, this is the end. <laughs> so I have not come across a <laughs> any kind of latrine, outhouse, or, you know, bidet, or anything of that nature. <laughs> Do you start in uh, Lara Croft's mansion? Uh, I don't think in this one there is. Okay. There is one. I believe there's. There's this one side quest that you do, 
in in this in this particular title. Where you gotta title. take a mad shit because <laughs> you you've been eating that fast food, Laura Croft. Oh no, I don't know if Croft Manor is 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 rocking the fast food. <laughs> Probably not. She has those cravings, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It those the 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 new set of Tomb Raider games is is completely set aside from from the way that the game was set up in the first place, where she's this consummate badass running around with two pistols and unlimited ammo. No, like yes. you're getting the shit kicked out of you throughout every single one of these games. <laughs> you know, there's a portion of every single game where you're 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 just you're just trying to survive so you're fashioning a bow out of you know what you can find in the environment there's a crafting option in the game where you eventually like build and modify your weapons and your gear willie's favorite thing to do (laughs) crafting (laughs) yes not really sarcastic (laughs) unless you're making a bow and arrow out of a paper clip and rubber band like gizmo and gremlins too (laughs) (laughs) oh gizmo it sounds. It sounds like they finally did what they wanted to do with the newer Tomb Raiders, besides the older ones. I just remember the first one playing it with my friend, and we would just take turns making Lara Croft do swine di- swan dives off of her like mansion roof. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we would do. It's fun. <laughs> I remember watching my friend Joe's dad play the first Tomb Raider. Oh, God. Fighting the giant T-Rex monster with the nude code. And so he was running around with naked PS1 graphics. <laughs> Laura Croft shooting a T-Rex for like an hour straight trying to kill it. <laughs> trying to kill it yeah. in quotes. Ooh, those yeah. graphics. <laughs> yeah, it's a there's a funny story. There's a funny micro story behind that. Like the reason that she ended up so busty is before they released the game, when they did like the final like coding or whatever, they added like an extra zero or something to the pixelation on her torso. And that's what gave her those epically <laughs> humongous tits. And they just said, fuck it, just we'll leave it. Ridiculous tits. Yeah. Yep. I have heard that before. And they're like, all right, yep, that looks good. Let's publish it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, those sound like some good games, Mike. Great, great games to talk about there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I swear I talk regularly, but I've already. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till my game, Jesus Christ. Let me drink some more whiskey. (laughs) That'll make it better. (laughs) Mamma mia! Yes, more whiskey always makes it better. Hey. All right. Hey, 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 Whoa. Please settle your tits. Calm your tits. Fine. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hey, 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 hey. What's Ginger. Up? What game you play? Oh, my God. I play the new... <laughs> <laughs> the Animal Crossing New Horizon. Yes, I totally joined that cult of the Animal Crossings. <laughs> You're lucky I'm not just playing it while we're recording, <laughs> like Vanessa from from Square Roots podcast. <laughs> Anyways, so this. Okay, game... hey, I'm gonna let Mike ask all the questions here because I know too much about this. So Mike, butt in any time and ask your questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dangerous because yeah, Will's been watching me play. 
Animal Crossing. I've been unfortunately. I've been watching my wife play that back on the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first Animal Crossing that I've ever played. I know Will, you had played an older one from what one is it? The played Game the GameCube Cube one, the first one in the U.S. Okay. Oh, GameCube. So you're basically this person who has an island, and you have to bring people to it. It's like a super artsy, cute, almost Sims game with animals. So Except you. It links with real time, and when you play during the daytime, it's daytime. If you play at night, it's nighttime. Hopefully you'll get fucking that bitch Celeste in your fucking town. <laughs> So you can have some stars. Shooting stars. Oh. Sorry, I'm like <laughs> reverting to like You're already the chat. calling animals bitches. And <laughs> she's barely even talked about the game yet. <laughs> hey, don't even st- don't even get me started on that fascist Tom Nook, okay? Uh, right? <laughs> oh my god. He is totally like just reaping in the rewards of you building on this island. He basically gives you money to build shit, and you have to pay him back. Interest-free. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So they say. It's it's a really... I enjoy the game. There's lots of crafting in it. Um, That's why I kind of laughed when Mike mentioned crafting. And Will's like, how much crafting is in this? I don't even want to (laughs) play. It's like, nope. Uh, it's really a nice time killer, very beautiful colors. So you're basically, you start out in a tent, you get, shit, what am I thinking? You get stuff to make your own recipes, you can gather wood. You get stuff, you can gather stuff, stuff. you can cut stuff, (laughs) and then you can make stuff with the stuff you get. There's all kinds oh, of well. stuff. Oh, well, giving me so much shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Willie. <laughs> so this is a game full of stuff. <laughs> so much stuff. You have to, to gather <laughs> wood, iron, catch fish, catch bugs, and sell it. It's pretty much what is it? A Sims game with animals. Yeah. I don't know. I never played Sims. I've never really played Sims either. But well, I, just all right, I lied. I played, def- I played Sims, but <laughs> I don't. Oh shit! I said that out loud. <laughs> yeah. You're just basically gathering resources. That's the word I was looking for. There you go. <laughs> and <laughs> thanks, Mike. See positive reinforcement. Will <laughs> well, people have I've seen Learn some that. <laughs> incredible things that people have done in this Animal Crossing's game that just that yeah, that blows you away. There's a lot to do in this game. You can crossbreed flowers. You can really move everything around once you get that stupid KK dude in your town. Then you can finally get terraforming. So then you can pretty much tear land away or add it. You can completely terraform the island. I've seen yeah. people that recreate recreated... Um, the Legend of Zelda <laughs> Super Nintendo game on their island. <laughs> Look, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I just want all the flowers. So I am slowly moving everyone out, and I'm just going to have flowers in the first part of my island. 
It's fun. I love it. I've seen people recreate everything from the bedroom that the first Smash Brothers game takes place in. I just saw in. a link to that in the And I've chat. also seen somebody recreate the bathroom that the first Saw movie takes place in. Oh, God. <gasps> oh, you know what would be good to recreate is the train spotting bathroom. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 That was so gross. Oh. But it's hilarious. Dives in there to get his. Well, some of the uh, stuff that I've seen oh, yeah. is somebody called their name their island King Falls AM after the podcast. I saw that <laughs> on Twitter the other day, and then I think it was on Facebook. Somebody had turned their house into a hot topic. <laughs> like, like you walk in and it says it has it on the it's wall. It has God. T-shirts on the walls of all like My Chemical oh my Romance God. and shit. Yeah, people have people That's have funny. taken to Animal Crossings the way that some. People with really way too much time in their hands did Minecraft. <laughs> I, I remember at one point somebody had legitimately in Minecraft had, <laughs> had recreated the entire continent of Westeros <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Like they built yeah. every single Goriam city oh, wow. in, in Westeros, Winterfell and the Twins and King's Landing, the, the entire crazy. continent of Winterfell. And I was like, bro. That's just too much. It doesn't seem like there'd be enough room to create that with the land. I, I don't Minecraft, yeah, so I don't know. But it was it was mind-blowing. Oh, in Minecraft. My island in this Animal Crossing is called Dick Shadow. <laughs> 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 It, I had to take the space out to fit it all. <laughs> um, I've made a couple Final Fantasy designs, and some friends were like, I want your art in my able sister so that people see it's from Dick Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made a mermaid, and who was the big guy you made? I made a mermaid, I made Garland, Garland I made a Moogle, and a Chocobo. And there is a dick like, kind of in my island, and I'm uh -huh. working on setting up more just kind of, like, shapes of dicks, it almost would be like, what was that Netflix show before we left where the kid drew all the dicks on the cars? Fuck. That show. Man, whatever, that show. Yeah. So what's show. the bathroom situation in the Animal Crossing? So, yeah. I told Okay. So many bathrooms. Because you're at houses, right? I totally shot down a bidet out of a present floating in the sky. <laughs> and I have a floor toilet in my house. So, out of a present floating in the sky. You mean that there was a a wrapped Christmas present <laughs> hanging from a balloon floating above you, and you used a slingshot to pop the balloon so that the present fell down. Yes. And there was a bidet in that present. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure I got you. I believe I shot down my floor toilet as well in there. <laughs> oh, like the Japanese-style squatty potty? Yep, where it's just the floor toilet. Or, yep, <laughs> you just squat and let that go. And I have a bidet right next to it, so you can wash right up. You that can actually flush it and sit on it. <laughs> hey, you know what they say. That's supposed, like, uh, allegedly, that's the way that humans are supposed to you know go number two. You know, so yeah. this concept of having, like... The toilet that's like 18 inches off the ground is actually not 
good for our it's uh, so digestive system. Well, that's why they have that squatty potty a stool to bring your knees up higher. Rather than just putting your toilet on the ground. Yeah, which would just make more sense. When we redo our bathroom, we should we should totally do that. <laughs> a ground <laughs> toilet and a bidet. Yes. And just get rid of the American toilet completely. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm like, down. Fuck, fuck it. <laughs> not in this house that we want to sell, but the next house that yeah. we're not going to sell. Let's get it. <laughs> and then when we're too old, we're going to be like, fuck, we need to send <laughs> up. <laughs> but then we can just poop in the garbage disposal. <laughs> 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 okay. That's we just set Animal up like those lift oh, systems yeah. <laughs> that they have at nursing homes that you just like you sit on straps and then just crank it down until you're in the position and then let it loose and then crank yourself back up and stand up again. Oh. Oh hell yeah. That sounds perfect. <laughs> just don't crank it down. Dude, what if the crank was broke? You just fall <laughs> and get like all that toilet water all up on your trunk. Oh. <laughs> That's a bidet, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> in Animal Crossing, <laughs> I totally forgot what I was going to fucking say because we started talking about toilets. <laughs> okay, so you can gather, you know, resources. You can catch bugs. You can catch fish. And you can, like, dig up fossils. And eventually you can collect art, which blathers already said one of my statues is fake, so I have my my statue... Venus de Milo. Yeah. <laughs> I have my titty statue in my garden. Boobies, but no arms. Yeah. Yes. I have her in my garden because I was like, well, I'm not going to sell this. I want tits in my garden. Because... <laughs> Who doesn't? Right. Who doesn't want <laughs> tits? So... <laughs> Blathers, I like scaring him with the insects. But speaking of <laughs> insects, I always get fucking stung, even though I've been doing really good at running into houses because <laughs> I can't fucking catch the wasps. <laughs> and the tarantulas at certain times, I'm not that good at catching them, so they <laughs> scare me. <laughs> but today i seen actually new stuff coming out so it's nice to be able to catch new fish and and insects and stuff seasonal stuff as it changes yes. from spring to summer yep. or something like that yeah. yes month so to month it'll be nice to see what changes throughout this game from what i understand from what you told me will about animal crossing it kind of goes throughout the whole year and you're basically kind of done because you've seen everything. Maybe they'll have special stuff to bring you back into it. Yep. It's good at keeping you hooked for a year at least. Yeah. And with this one, they might add more in. I could see but that. But the first one for a GameCube game, it was hard to keep people hooked into a game for a year. Yeah. I'll have to boot that back up and talk about it in another episode. I would a few like months to see from it. Now, but... I miss my GameCube. I know when we were first together, you showed me the Animal Crossing because there was some uh, video games in that. Like some Nintendo games, wasn't there? Wasn't Zelda in that? Or you could get yeah. video games? Yeah, when I, I'll talk about that when I talk yeah. about that game. Anyways. Yeah. There's no NES <laughs> games in this new one. No. When the original Animal Crossing came out, they had NES games in it. They were about 18 years old at the time. 
when this new one came out, if they had games that were about 18 years old in Animal Crossing, what's it called? New Leaf? Yeah. New Horizons. New Horizons could have the original Animal Crossing in it as a game. Huh. Maybe they'll do that. It's about 18 years ago. That yeah. would be pretty cool. I mean, why not? They have fucking everything else in that shit. They won't because they can sell it separately. Right. Online if they ever can. Make it, it fucking DLC. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. It's better than a fucking loot box. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I miss my GameCube, man, honestly. Like, like my fit, like, yeah. the one, I, the GameCube was the second video game system I ever bought for myself as an adult. Well, if you get a Wii, just the first Wii, you can play your GameCube games on there if you still have them. Yeah. Oh, I shit, ga- I shit canned my Wii years ago. No, I went out, um, what was it? I think it was Father's Day. Like five years ago, all my kids were being shitheads. So I just said, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something for myself for Father's Day. So I took all of my Wii stuff and I took everything to GameStop yeah. and, you know, traded it all in, got like $100 worth of credit and just got like a couple of games for the Xbox that I really wanted to play. Yeah. yeah. I hate I hate GameStop's <clears throat> trade-in stuff. I, we don't do it. One time I traded in <laughs> Beautiful Joe and I fucking re- in order to get Beautiful Joe 2, and I fucking regretted it, and I just rebought it earlier <laughs> this year. Yep. At a video game convention. Yeah, that was a weird convention here. It was more like a bunch of vendors just selling yeah. shit. But I got Beautiful Joe. Yeah. And I got the Japanese Super Mario Kart Nintendo 64. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I just go back to the GameCube day is the, my GameCube days and the one game that I absolutely loved it was one of the first games I bought for it was Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem, and it was the first game. Fuck that <laughs> game! <laughs> that game scared the fuck out of me. Oh God, yes! And I stopped. Oh my God! Like I was I was waiting for Will to come home when we were first together, and I was playing it, and I knew. The color of the volume was wrong, but the volume shot all the way down, and I turned off the GameCube, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done with that game. It terrified me. Oh, oh. I still have it. I've never beat it. Oh, really? I've, oh, I went through, I, I've beat it, and then I went back and played it again to get, you know, to get all three endings and everything. It's the, it's probably the one game <laughs> I went through to maximize the completion, every completion level there was, because oh, I loved it so, so much. That was like, <laughs> That was like my e- my reintroduction to the concept of horror and and HP Lovecraft stuff was that game because yeah. it was it was just full full of Lovecraftian elements and the sanity meter and the way that it fucked with oh, you yes like I I had this I had the same thing with like the uh-huh. volume except I just think like so when the volume thing happened I remember the volume thing going down and I legit like was looking around. On my couch, I'm like, am I sitting on the remote? And I'm like, wait a minute. That's the color's wrong. And then it like screams and flashes at you. And there's another time that I that yeah. something appeared up on the screen. I thought it was a bug. So I and it, this is, you know, obviously this is going yep. back to like 2002, 2003, if that. You know, so I, I had a 27-inch tube TV. I slapped the fucking TV screen thinking it was got that <laughs> bug. And I'm like... Where the hell? Why is it still there? And then it just filled up the screen and yeah. went nuts. And I'm like, 
Oh, oh, this game. Yeah, oh. man. That game creeped me out. Oh, I love that. I'll have to, like, I would have to play something very happy, like Animal Crossing. <laughs> 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 I All right, I, I think, think I know what I'm going to play next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eternal Darkness? I, like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Animal Crossing is a cute game. I can see why so many people are playing it right now. It's super happy. It's super positive. Yeah. It's colorful. Uh, I really like it. The gameplay, the part, the one qualm I have about it is when you play multiplayer and when people come to your fucking island and that fucking load screen is so long. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's so fucking long. It's like two fucking minutes. So if you have a lot of people coming, yeah, a lot of people are bitching about this. It's a fucking long load screen. A lot of people coming, huh? So this is like a porno game? (laughs) No! (laughs) Not It's a Bukkake party. again? (laughs) No. It's just when people come over, there's like the screen where it shows that it's them and where they're from, and then the, you've seen it, and then it's like shows this fucking airplane going. Oh, and you stuck. mean you mean your online friends visiting yeah. your island? When your online coming. friends <laughs> come over to your island, okay. they don't have their dicks out and they're jacking off or anything. Well, it sounds pretty customizable. You never know. <laughs> That's probably some kind of hack that like. Maybe Riku or Goobs would do because they're furries, which I love my furry friends, not shaming at all, but it sounds like it would be something they would do. <laughs> Hashtag no king. Make a dress. Make a dress uh, no, that looks like you have hairy balls. <laughs> <laughs> not kink shaming at all. I'm just saying that would be something they would probably do. And I mean, if they want to share the the code. <laughs> I'll check it out. <laughs> we love telling Goobs he's a furry. He keeps denying it, but it's funny. <laughs> Goobs, yeah. you're a furry. Yeah, Goobs. <laughs> just saying. It's okay. <laughs> just embrace your inner, inner sloth fursona. <laughs> <laughs> we will accept you, no matter what. <laughs> Anyways. So should we we'll, like- <laughs> we'll party with you very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay. Uh-oh. Are you done talking about this game? Let's move on. Yes, we, we- got to finish our show up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is for a show, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hopefully we're funny when we go on these uh, oh ridiculous God. tangents. So, Mike, <laughs> That's the whole aim. <laughs> right. Mike, if you want to plug all the pluggables and whatnot before Wait, we... Recommendations and then Oh, plugs. shit. That's right. I know my own podcast, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, so it's now it's time, time for... Recommendations. Do do. That's creepy. You want to go first, Will? Or Mike, Um, do you want to go first? Let's let Mike go first here. All right. He should plug all of his podcasts. I know at least two that he's in, and I'm not sure if there's more or not. No, I'm, well, 
ish. I guess my recommendo would be, um, I'll go with a podcast um, that was one of kind of my influences uh, to create my own. Um, it's a horror podcast because that's kind of my jam. Uh, but it's called the Magnus Archives. Mm-hmm. Um, they, Magnus Archives? Yep, the Magnus Archives. Um, they're by Rusty Quill. They also do a gaming podcast, but I think it's more leans towards like tabletop as opposed to video games. Uh, it's a it's a British based show, and it kind of starts out as just uh, this one of many archivists at a esoteric institute in London, uh, reading statements of supposed supernatural and paranormal activity. But as the as the show progresses, it you start to find that there's a lot of intertwining. And this, there's just, there's something larger at work going on. Uh, I believe they're in their fifth and final season now. It just started. They're like five episodes in of their final season. And Jonathan Sims, the the writer and the main character, uh, is like he's created such a fucking world and such a brand new concept of like cosmic horror in weird fiction. It's absolutely delicious. It really is. Um, I've, I've, nice. I've recently started myself trying to do a call of Cthulhu tabletop campaign with some friends and I'm legitimately like, you know what? Most of my friends know Lovecraft. Most of my friends know Cthulhu and Yogg-Sothoth and all those elements. Let me really spin their heads around. I'm going to borrow, I'm going to, I'm going to use the Magnus archives and I'm going to make that my, the mythos nice. that they end up investigating and it's really going to twist them up. So great show. Oh, yeah. uh, it's about their episodes average like 20 to 25 minutes long. Um, it just superb, superb writing, superb writing. So definitely check them out. Yeah. If you like the creepy. I'm already subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. I haven't listened yet, but I've got it on my list. If you like horror, you'll love Magnus. I'm about to go download <laughs> a shit ton of them. Binge bunch. <laughs> so will. You want to go and recommend some shit next? Uh, yeah, I can do that. What was I going to recommend again? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to recommend Court Junkie. <laughs> huh. That's my recommendation for today. Normally, I don't listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, but Court Junkie is an interesting look into how the legal system works, because rather than just somebody researching on Wikipedia what happened with a criminal and just talking about the same serial killers over Mm -hmm. and over. Court Junkie is one where she goes in and she gets the transcriptions or the recordings from the courtroom. Oh, wow. And she only covers the legal process. And so it's like, this person was charged with this crime and here's what happened in the courtroom, here's what their lawyers said, here's what the prosecution said, and here's the outcome of the trial. Nice. That's awesome. And so, yeah, it's it seems like it's, it's more well-informed and less sensational, at least regarding the legal system. Right. And so it gives you a good look into what actually happens to people who are charged with crimes, whether or not they commit them. Yeah. It lets you know how the legal system in in America works today. Just shitty. But <laughs> that's a whole that's sometimes a whole other thing. sometimes it's shitty, sometimes yeah. it works out right, a lot of times it doesn't work out right. 
That's yeah. awesome. But uh, shows like Court Junkie let you know how it actually works, whether nice. it whether it works or not. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Sweet. That's my recommendation. So my recommendation is going to be Chopping Mall, the old 80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, silly. We both actually just watched it just recently on Shudder. And it was uh, Joe Bob's Briggs last drive-in. Nice. Yep. So it for had, the new season. Yeah, it had him talking throughout it. But the Chopping Mall, if you've never seen this old 80s horror film, it's about a shopping mall that ended up getting uh, some robots. And then the shopping mall gets hit by lightning. And then... The robots go on a killing rampage. Yes. And it's super cheesy. It's 80s, so there's camel toes and teased hair. <laughs> and it's really, really great. Camel toes and teased It made hair. me laugh a lot. It was so stupid. And I love stupid 80s horror movies. They're so stupid, they're good. Good in a cheesy kind of way. Yes. Chopping Mall. There was a relatively new one that came out that I tried to watch, and I couldn't. I couldn't. It was called Velocipasser, and no, hard, hard no on the recommendation of. So, Mike, you want to plug all the plugs? Plugs, 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 plugs. All right. So, yeah. um, I am the writer, creator, and <laughs> producer of the horror audio drama Boston Harbor Horror. Um, we uh, just, which is fucking thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That means. A lot. You have no idea. <laughs> um, we just started our second season today. Um, season two, episode one. Uh, Occulting 315, Red Light, uh, premiered at midnight this morning. Um, so it's a going to be a 14-episode season. Boston Harbor Horror uh, initially started out as a novel idea that once I started getting more into podcasts, it transformed into a podcast idea about a Coast Guard member that goes out on a rescue in Boston Harbor, finds a weird little trinket and decides to start looking into it and starts to find that probably shouldn't have because it's uncovering a lot more <laughs> you know, creepy goings on in the Mass Bay area than he previously knew. Yes. Season two picks very, very season good. two picks up uh, a couple years after the finale of season one, uh, where now as a special agent, um, for the Coast Guard Investigative Service, our main character, Alex Devereaux, has been assigned to investigate a quadruple homicide at a small boat station in southern Rhode Island at, called Point Judith. Hmm. And the, the alleged murderer is one of the members of the unit and claims that the lighthouse not only went from white to red, but it was also a bloody beating heart. So he needs he's trying to figure out what is really going on at this lighthouse in the middle of December down in southern Rhode Island. In addition to that, um, I'm also a voice actor in the current storyline of The Whichever Path by Stephen and Jazz Lafond. This story chosen, I play the antagonist uh, Rommel, and that's been that's been interesting where I get to play an antagonist versus a protagonist. Uh, especially considering I've never done any voice acting prior than my own show. <laughs> that's uh, 
Yeah, they're both very good. We actually, I actually started listening to Whichever Path about a week ago without even knowing you were mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, and I was like, you. wait, I think I recognize that voice. <laughs> 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 yep. And it was really good. We listened to the first storyline, and then I was like, ooh, let's listen to the new storyline so we can go help choose. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, wait, that's the, that's that fucking Coast Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So and so before I get off uh, the soapbox that you guys have gloriously given me, I wanted to personally, you know, really thank you for all the all the Twitter promotion that you guys have been doing. Um, <laughs> because I feel like I, I I open up my phone like three times a day and I see that I've been recommended by Grand Rapidians of podcasts to listen to it. I'm like, <laughs> holy crap, the way that they're promoting me, I feel like I need to be paying them. So I did. That's that's why that's <laughs> what I, you know the, the the best that I could do right now is just to become a patron right now to thank you for uh, for all the word of mouth hey. you guys are putting out there for me. I really, really, really appreciate it. We appreciate it. We don't try to tell people or ask people or beg people for Patreon monies, but if they feel like you guys do, yeah, we'll we'll accept <laughs> gladly. Uh-huh. I'm always trying to promote other podcasts if people don't want to listen to our silly, goofy shit. <laughs> I'll recommend other shit that they might like even more. Yeah, our second-rate podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and Boston Harbor Horror is one of the things that I like to recommend a lot. Well, so. thank you yep. very much, guys. That's like that's so huge, and it's like I I get a aww yeah, every time. Thank you, too. <laughs> thank you. And, and you introduced aww. us to uh, Death, Death Wish. Death Wish Coffee. <laughs> When we were in Cambridge. I am so glad I got on their subscriptions before they upped their subscription. Oh, really? (laughs) Yep, they upped the price. So if you join their subscription, you don't get the 20%. You get, like, just 10%. Oh. I ended up ordering some of their instant coffee to make that TikTok coffee. The whipped coffee. What's it called? Whipped coffee? Yeah. Isn't there, like, a D name for it? It, there's an actual name for it, and it comes from, like, the Philippines or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it that shit was real good, but it was crazy to see this whipped coffee get as whipped as it was. But their instant coffee is pretty really? bomb. I can't wait to, you know, go camping and have some strong-ass <laughs> instant coffee. Did you have it in the regu- as regular the, with the instant or only in the whipped stuff? So when you make the whipped stuff, you have to have instant. Right. Did you drink the instant coffee normally? Or did Not you yet. only drink the instant coffee in the whipped stuff? Correct. That was a, <laughs> that was a question, question. <laughs> with two options. And one of them was not correct. <laughs> that was an A or B. That was an A or B question. <laughs> and you saw your way out. <laughs> yes, I did. Bye. <laughs> okay. That's the end of the show. <laughs> thanks for uh, joining us, Mike, <laughs> and yes, introducing thanks, us Mike. to Death Wish Coffee. Thanks for having me, guys. Here's our shout-out to our patron, uh, Boston Harbor Horror. <laughs> oh. I still love this man, even though he gives me shit. <laughs> I've been drinking bourbon. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, quick. We got to get through it before the song's over. Okay. Twitter, Grand Rapidians. <laughs> Grand underscore video. 
Email. Instagram. Grand Rapidians play video games. Instagram. At gmail.com. Instagram. Ginger said Grand Rapidians play video games. <laughs> Rappy McRapperson did our opening theme. And Adequity did our outro. You uh, can we find have us a, on We have Patreon. a patron. And Patreon. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's called. <laughs> if you feel... Like you want to Patreon us. We'll send you stickers or t-shirts <laughs> if you go for the second higher tier. Yeah. And we shout you out every episode. <laughs> and we let you guess too if you want. Like Mike. Woo! Mike. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So we're yeah. done. That was so. fun. <laughs>